Joining us now is somebody we had a little bit of a phone problem with about 15 minutes ago, but he's my good friend and a friend of Craig Heist as well. That's the king of swing, Terry Crowley, still working for the Baltimore Orioles in the roving capacity in the minor leagues. Terry, how are you today? Hey, Stan. I'm doing good. Sorry about the uh, mix-up with the phone. That's all but, right. Uh, we're all set now. That's all right. We know we got about 10 minutes, so let's get to it. Modern technology. Modern technology. <laughs> hey, um, the guys that you are working with this year that we just acquired, and I know um, Keith Bodie works with them directly, but can you tell us a little bit about uh, two of those offensive players, Yuznail Diaz, the um, – kind of the star acquisition in the Dodger trade for Manny Machado, and the other kid that's the infielder, Ryland Bannon. Can you tell us a little bit about those two guys? Yeah, well, Ryland Bannon, to begin with, um, he came from the uh, California League, I mm-hmm. believe, and had a brief brief stint in, in AA, and we uh, naturally started him in AA, and... Um, He's making some improvements. He ha- he has a very um, very strange batting stance, and um, I think he's going to have to smooth it out to to rise as a hitter. But okay. he's got some power, and he plays real hard. I, I like him at defense at second base, and uh, he's on the back burner for me. He he's got a little ways to go, okay. but uh, will be better better suited to to check him out in a year or so okay how about the kid diaz now i know he got off to a terrible start and then all of a sudden i look up and he mashed the ball for about a week or 10 days uh what do you see there talent wise um you see pretty much a, a guy with some tools you know he runs pretty good he throws pretty good he's got some size although he's not uh he's not a huge player i guess he's probably about uh Six two, mm-hmm. two ten, and um, you know he had a he had a little work to be done in his swing, and um, like you mentioned before, he's with Keith Bodie, yep. and you know we saw him together when he first got here, and then we worked with him a little bit, and now I'm pleased with the progress he's making. He's a little more direct to the ball. He's got much better plate coverage than when we acquired him, and um, he works hard. and And I think um, if he continues to improve the way he's improving, we could we could see him at the big leagues. Um, I won't say shortly, but we can see him at the big leagues. All right, at the big that, league level. That sounds pretty good. One of the guys we've just started to see at the big league level is a guy I know you worked with for a couple of years, and that's Cedric Mullins, a switch-hitting outfielder. I first got introduced to Cedric in the spring training 2017. I saw him hit a triple against the Twins, and I hadn't seen an Oriole with that kind of speed in a long, <laughs> long time. And I yeah. was like, I was yeah. shocked. Um, yeah. He's made some strides, though, hasn't he, as a player? Yes, he has. He's um, he's been with us for a while, and and again, he's had the uh, I guess the luxury to uh, you know work with a Keith Bodie, who's an ace. And when I'm in Bowie and in town with him, you know, we we work together. So, and he listens, and he's a very very nice person. Yeah, and he he he's humble. He listens, 
and he wants it very bad and badly. And, um, you know, he, I think he's in the right place at the right time now for the Orioles. You know, he gives you some life, even, even if he takes an 0 for 3, you know, he's an exciting player. Things happen. You know, if he hits a ground ball and a shortstop bobbles it or something, he's going to be on first base. Whether it's a hit or not, he's going to be on first base. And he's a threat to steal. He's a threat to score on a long single or a double for sure. So, you know, he's what the rebuild is all about. Yeah. You know, and um, and we have nice players that, that we can build around with him, like uh, Mancini. You know, Mancini's going to be a fixture. I know he's not having a kind of year I had hoped he'd had or he had hoped he had but you know he Mancini has hit a lot of balls hard Stan a lot of balls hard just when he was about to to turn the corner he'll hit two balls hard and he'll make two diving catches and he's back to square one again so he's still a real good hitter a real fine hitter a guy that you want in the middle of your lineup so you know I, I just wanted to mention that about Mancini because um the numbers don't tell a story on his year. You know, it's been a frustrating year, but he's a he's a real fine player. And I a mean, quality uh, quality person really is a quality. Person. Yeah, I mean, if you put him if you put him on the trading block, the the phones would light up. Mm-hmm. You'd get you'd get thirty calls. You know what I mean? So that's the kind of guys that we have to uh, look forward to the future here with. Crow, let me ask you something about Mullins, and that's that we, we see how dynamic he can be uh, at the plate, on the bases. One thing in center field, though, that I've noticed is not that great a throwing arm. Is that something that he can do and do some things that, to work on to improve that? Like Al Bumbry did. Yeah, like yeah. Al Bumbry did, yeah. Yeah, Greg, um, I'll tell you what. I couldn't throw very well, but I could go out and play left or right field and not be a not be a liability to the team. You have to learn how to charge balls that are hit. You got to know you know who's on base and who's running, and and if there's a single up the middle, you can sometimes get to that ball before the runner on second base is taking ten steps. Mm-hmm. And if you do that, if you charge the ball and get to it, the third base coach is going to hold them up. And I'll be honest with you, I, I'm not sure what the statistics say, but you don't throw very many people out from center field. Right, you know, right field, left field, yes, but center field is a, is a position where you want a guy to go get the ball in the gaps, which he can do with anyone. You want him to be able to go back on the ball, get to the wall, jump, you know. So he's uh, – I don't see his defense hurting the team. You know, and and as time goes on, he his arm might strengthen a little bit. You know, he, he's fairly accurate with it right now. You know, he, it's not a it's not a gun like Jones had when Jones was younger, mm-hmm. but it's a it's a workable situation right now. You know, Al Bumbry did not have a strong throwing arm, but over time. He worked on getting to the ball a little bit quicker. He was still careful not to let the ball get by him, but he knew that he had to, to really hustle to the balls in front of him. And and his mechanics got a little better, and it got a little stronger for him. Absolutely. That, that comes with experience. Plus, 
plus your second baseman and your third baseman on balls in the gap that maybe end up laying at the base of the wall. Um, your shortstop and second baseman can go out a couple extra steps because, uh, you know, if it's Beckham, he's got a strong arm and, you know, who, who it might be at second base. And they can they can help out very much in that situation. You know, uh, Mullins would just have to pick the ball up barehanded, make an accurate throw to your cutoff man, which he can do, and and they take it from there. We're talking with Terry Crowley. Terry, I know we only got a couple minutes left with you because I know you got to hit the road. A uh, couple players yeah. I wanted to ask you about. Going to Aberdeen. Going uh, to Aberdeen today to see the babies. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> are there any babies you like there so far? Yeah, yeah. Yes, there are. There's, uh, there's a bunch of guys. I know two guys we just got in the past draft. Uh, Cody Roberts is a catcher from uh, North Carolina. He's okay. making great strides. He's got a real good arm, and he shows promise. And there's a right fielder by the name of Bobby Newsom that, uh, you know, it's very early to talk about these kids. Mm-hmm. Cause they're just getting started. They're just using the regular wood bats, but he's, he's big on my potential list. You know, he, he's got unbelievable power. He's got a live body and, and, um, you know, he, he's somebody that I got to circle around. All right. Now I wanted to ask you about a couple of people that I know you've had circles around for a while and that is um, Austin Hayes. Where do you see him? I know he missed uh, probably 80% of this season, and it's a terrible timing in his career to have lost, kind of lost a whole season. Uh, have you seen him since he's been back off the disabled list? Yeah, I saw him. Um, <clears throat> he started out in Aberdeen, and I was there for a while, and um, his timing was off. Balls were getting on him a little bit, and that's to be expected when you miss two months of a, of a season. Um, Catch-up in baseball is is horrendous. You see that with uh, uh, Cobb, Cobb with the Orioles. Yep. He missed time, and, I mean, it's hard enough to perform in professional baseball, and then when you're also on the, the catch-up, you know, um, list, it's really hard, so... Hayes right now, <clears throat> I saw him in Aberdeen, and then I'm going to see him in a few days in, in Bowie. And again, he's with Keith Bowie up there, and I noticed he's he's been getting some hits and starting to come on a little bit. So, uh, you know, last year Buck asked me about asked me about Hayes, and and this is the way I described him. He had an unbelievable year last year. Mm-hmm. He started out in Frederick and hit a ton of home runs and hit. 300 and I was a little bit leery about the move to double a and he actually went to double a and hit the breaking ball better than he did at Frederick and he hit the fastball and he and he was on the fast track and then we called him up to the big leagues and Buck asked me you know to describe him he's a he's a outfielder that can go get the ball with the best of them mm-hmm. he's got a plus arm he hustles his butt off constantly and then I told Buck, but the truth is, even though he had fabulous numbers, I don't think he's ready to hit in the big leagues yet. Right. It's a, he, you know, he's only played a short amount of time, and now we're moving him to the big leagues. And then after I said that to, to Buck, I said, Buck, 
but you will not mind writing this kid's name in the lineup mm-hmm. because he brings energy, he brings life, he gets after it, he competes at the plate, even though we, in my opinion, which is a very conservative opinion, I didn't think he was ready to hit in the big leagues, which kind of proved out a little bit. Yep. You know, he he hit okay. He showed flashes, but there were other things that he has to work on. So, yeah, you got to circle him as a as a blue chip prospect. Also, you know, right. when when he's ready to make a difference, we'll see. All right, before we let you go, Ryan Mountcastle, we understand from everybody that if hitting was the only thing you had to do as a baseball player, he'd be pretty close to major league ready. Uh, where do you th- where do you fit in on him, and where does he fit in in a lineup? Well, if you have a wide open team, if you have a wide open team where positions are up for grabs, right? He could probably play some first base. He could definitely DH, and there's some talk about we might try him uh, down the road in left field because the the footwork on throwing in left field is a lot less uh, rapid. It's a lot less um, hurried right. than it is from an infield position. So, you know, he does adequately in the infield now. Okay. So hopefully, you know, he would continue to improve. But, um, you know, one thing we talk about, Double A is loaded, loaded with players we call prospects mm-hmm. and they're 23, 24 years old. This kid is 21 years old, mm-hmm. and he's a dominant hitter. He also missed time this year. He yeah. broke his hand uh, when the big league team sent him back to the minors the first game in the spring training minor leagues. He, he got hit on the hand and broke his hand. So he was out, I want to say, for, I don't know, six weeks. I really don't know that for sure, six weeks, seven weeks. So he also was on the catch-up program, which yeah. is, I can't tell you how difficult that is. So he's a he's a special bat. He's a special prospect. Again, not knowing where he's going to end up playing, if you put him on the trading block, the phones would light up. Yeah, you don't see this kind of talent from a young player, especially doing what he's hitting three hundred with you know a dozen home runs right now on a catch up year in Double A. You just don't see it. All right. Listen, I know we got a uh, late, uh, late start. We'll grab you again maybe after the baseball season's over. Terry, many thanks for joining us, okay? You're welcome, Stan. Have Any a good time, day. Brother. Have a See good day Craig. in Aberdeen. All, All right. right. See you, Crow. Love you, Crow. Take care now. Talk to you Bye-bye. soon, brother. All right. Bye-bye. There you have it. Terry Crowley.